Welcome to Crone Life Joy Reboot Podcast, revolutionising how cisgender, trans women and AFAB non-binary individuals over 40 experience midlife, menopause and ageing. I'm your host, Pia Antico, a Crone Life Joy Reboot Mentor, founder of Essential Awakening Mentoring, a number one international best-selling author and public speaker, who at 50 is a late-in-life queer, neurospicy, three deaths before 30, two abusive marriages and major head injury life rebuilder. Welcome Crone listeners for another Crone Joy Chat and today I have with me Dr. Marcia Martin, the heart healer. She is a spiritual empowerment counsellor, minister, best-selling author, public speaker and clairaudient angel communicator specialising in helping people heal their relationship with themselves. Marcia says that by healing the heart of all past pain and trauma, you'll be able to establish and maintain healthy relationships with yourself and all others so that you can live a successful life. Her unique heart-centered energetic healing approach, the angel heart healing technique, enables you to build the perfect relationship with yourself and others and helps you answer the questions of who I am, why I am here, and where I am going. Marcia will help you release your greatest fear so that you can achieve your biggest dreams as you heal your heart and transform your life. Welcome, Marcia. That is just, that is a beautiful way to start uh, the day. <laughs> <laughs> but here in Australia, at least, starting the day, and, and what a great way to start. Well, I am so delighted to be here. And, you know, this side of the journey is a lot more attractive than, than the one that preceded it. <laughs> but, you know, I always say to people, no regrets. Could I have gotten here without all of that other leading me to this place. And I've got to honestly say no. The life I envisioned for myself was free of complications and heartache and pain and growth and challenge and expansion. And the life I got was over <laughs> overflowing with opportunities to become more. And I am so grateful. It is. I'm. I'm resonating with that. I can tell you. I, um, yeah. Let's see. What have we had? Three near death experiences before thirty. Two abusive ma marriages. A major head injury. Um, oh. Chronic illness. A uh, couple of miscarriages. Uh, and I'm just now realizing, finding out that I have ADHD and. Uh, assessing for autism at 51. So, yeah, you definitely sort of go into life thinking, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, well, I, I was going to have a white picket fence 
Yeah. And, you know, and just live that life. And, you know, if I had gotten that fence, I might still be living behind it. Behind it. Could you share with us what your, your, your life journey has been so far? Well, I'm sure curious to know. <laughs> oh, so many bad decisions. <laughs> I don't know where to begin. <laughs> It was just a collection of, I'm not enough. I can't do more. Um, I'm a failure. Mm -hmm. I have nothing to offer. And then, not surprisingly, a lot of life experiences that matched that belief until I finally got to the point where it was so painful to be me that I was willing to do anything. And at that point, there was no money to hire any kind of counselor or any kind of help. Or, you know, every once in a while, I would scrape up money to get a class. But it was, okay, what's the one resource that is free that you adore? The library. So I went to the library and started reading through every branch's spiritual spiritual and religious section, yeah. not so much the religion because religion had proven to be quite a dead end for me, yeah. quite a shameful dead end because <laughs> we can't have just a, oh, I don't fit here. We, we need to heap shame on there too. So yeah. I didn't want to explore any more of the religious hmm relationship with the divine but i yeah. knew that i wanted a relationship with the divine so it meant understanding who they are and yeah. where i fit in that bigger picture and i remember i i got a hold of a book by abraham hicks i don't remember <gasps> the the title but, <laughs> i love <laughs> and Esther, oh she's yeah yeah <laughs> i opened the book first line says you are where you are because of the thoughts that you've been thinking yeah. and i closed that book so fast that i, I, just, I, <laughs> I, I was so offended by yeah. that concept because up until this point, I had been living as the perfect victim. Oh, I'm a failure. Oh, look, bad things just keep happening to me. Poor me. I just never get a break. Oh, it wouldn't it be nice if somebody would care about me? Whatever, whatever. You know, just whining ad nauseum. Yeah. Meanwhile, no responsibility for being in the marriage that I was in or in the situation or allowing, enabling that behavior or allowing yeah. the situation to continue. And, and I'm like, so I got here because of me. Oh no, I'm not powerful. I, I have no uh. control over my life. I couldn't be doing that. It was so frightening to think mm -hmm. that I could be responsible. And mm -hmm. so that book went back to the library immediately. And then another six months of downhill happened until I was ready to check that out again and yeah. start the journey. And Love it. it took probably five years to go from 
huh? It's something that I had a hand in to, if I am powerful enough to attract all of these bad circumstances and to keep powering through them, I must be powerful enough to attract good things and to Mm. really enjoy my life. And it was such a relief to be able to go from everything is wrong and it just continues to be wrong to the place where I could understand that, hey, maybe if I stop being attached to what's wrong, I can begin to attract things that will feel better. So that was sort of five years of learning and practicing and learning and practicing before I could actually lay claim to the statement that if you're powerful enough to put yourself in the ditch, you're more than powerful enough to get yourself to the top of the mountain. Uh, I love that. I love that. Definitely. You know, Abraham has uh, been uh, in the background quite a lot. And then it's also for me and and, and also resonates with um Sydney Banks, uh, who is uh, who, who gives us uh, the three principles paradigm, which is the background of, of what I use for coaching, and 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 there's such a similarity in the sense that uh, yeah, we we our feelings come from our thinking in the moment, and that underneath that ebb and flow of personal thinking and nervous system response is our is our is our wisdom. A divine spark and it's that that's our guidance system uh and, and then it also also fits with um being uh you know buddhist philosophies and connection between our mind uh and and uh psyche and thought and karma and and everything one thing that pops into my mind that might i'd love to hear you explain it for um our listeners because a lot of the time when, when we hear such things that, that you know, we've, our, our thoughts, our experience has is, being, is created from us and people will say, well, isn't that in itself victim blaming? Isn't that spiritual bypassing? People are doing shitty things. Are you saying that I deserved it? Can you speak around some of those responses? Yes. And oh boy, so, so important that we really address this because there is a part of the spiritual community that got part of the message and not the whole thing. And so we've got to be really clear that the divine are only unconditional love and acceptance. And this There is no punishment coming from them. You are merely experiencing the consequences of your thoughts because your thoughts are energy and that energy is pulling to you experiences that you have chosen to participate in. You Mm. may not be choosing consciously. And this is where everything Mm. comes Mm. so clear and so confused at the same time because... Yes, you are responsible at all times. Unfortunately, we are not aware that we are responsible and we haven't done the work to align the unconscious with the divine. And so the unconscious may 
be responding from past pain. So mm-hmm. when I am saying it took me five years to understand that I was powerful enough to move from car wreck of a life yeah. to yeah. owning where I am and why I'm here, mm-hmm. it was work that I was doing on the subconscious mind, clearing away the old programming so it could no longer interfere with my new vision and version of Mm -hmm. myself. So Mm -hmm. in the beginning, I could say, I'm a child of the divine. I am perfect as I am. And the subconscious is saying, (laughs) yeah, right. (laughs) Try again. You know, who do you think you are? So I had to go into the heart because it's the energetic heart space that is first gathering the information and then giving it to the subconscious mind to hold for safekeeping because that energetic heart space says, I need to protect you. I need mm-hmm. to make sure that your life feels good. I So oh, that hurt your feelings or mm-hmm. that felt bad. Well, we're going to remember that. So you don't get in that situation again, tuck it away not understanding that all of this ick that we're holding on to, all of these memories, all of these ways in which we were not enough, and all of this stuff, this negative energetic ick, icky, heavy stuff is influencing our experiences. So, one, when we're aware and conscious, we're saying, I'm more than enough. When we are offline, which for most of us is most of the time, this negative heavy stuff that hasn't been dealt with is busy flooding your energetic resonance with its understanding of who you are. Well, you're a failure. You're not very powerful. Oh, you screwed up again. This is going out constantly. And this one little moment of I'm perfect as I am is not enough to outweigh or, or overcome this awareness. So we keep getting these negative consequences and it feels like God is slapping us in the face. Instead, we are just not in harmony. You got to do the work of clearing away that lower level resonance of negativity that has been stored there because of past experiences, limiting beliefs, social conditioning, familial conditioning, whatever, however way it got there, clear it out, fill it up with love, joy, and peace. And then when you're offline, you're going to be sending out into the world bring me things to feel good about. When you're online, you're going to be sending out into the world, bring me joyous experiences. And then you are going to be experiencing what those thoughts have been asking Mm -hmm. for. So you will automatically place yourself out of the punishment realm and into the learning, growing, joy, Mm. 
experiencing expanding realm. So it's not going to be all hearts and flowers. So we need to, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. It's not, really not meaning it's going to be Instagram perfect. Yeah. Life still happens. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's no Photoshop happening here. No. You are still going to get the challenge because challenges bring joy when you yeah. grow beyond them. But what you are going to have is resilience to meet the challenge, wisdom to understand the challenge and rise above it and tools so that you can move through it without damaging yourself in any way. And then you're going to feel magnificent because yeah. look at me, look at this. I, I can do this. And it is so expanding and uplifting to not feel victim victimized but to be victorious so we don't want to say no more challenges we want yeah. to say yes challenges with the tools with a clean healed heart space with divine alignment with guidance from the energetic realm yes bring those challenges on because i believe in me and i know i can meet them yeah i love that just the hope all around that is 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 fabulous, and <laughs> and you know, as I said, other people will be doing their things because they're at whatever level of awareness you're in the in. world. Yeah, and, you got and, and and you know, some people are going to behave from a problematic way because that's where they're at. Uh, but one of the beautiful things I realized myself when when having these kinds of insights is that. Well, A, I don't have to keep trying to figure out why those people were doing what they did back then or why they're doing what they're doing now. Um, and when you don't make excuses for it, you find uh, you find yourself able to remove yourself from it with greater ease uh, and, and a lot less guilt or shame or anything else that you might be wrapping around the decisions to remove yourself from situations and people that may be um, problematic. Yes, and, no. and let's put that, give an example. So we have John and yeah. Sally. So let's yeah. say J John is ha going through a rough period, but is really doing his best to keep a positive attitude and may be asking for help and is extremely grateful for the help that you are offering. John is not a toxic person. Sally is going through an extremely rough period. She's looking around and blaming everyone. Yeah. She is like a person wielding an AK-47. She is just spraying hatred and vitriol everywhere. And no matter how much you give to her, she cannot be grateful. This does not mean there's something wrong with you. This yeah. means... Sally is where she is because that is best for her growth and that's in alignment with her energetic field. Yeah. And John is where he is because it is best for his growth and it's in alignment with his energetic field. You are a separate being from both John and Sally mm -hmm. and you can choose to be hurt by Sally's vitriol and feel better because John, at least John was mm. nice, but still feel victimized by Sally. Mm. Or you can say, I get it. Sally's having a rough go, 
I can choose not to be around her right now if she's not wanting to receive any help or if she's quite nasty or blamey when she receives help. You always have a choice, no matter how other people are acting. And we must keep our energy, our alignment with ourselves Mm -hmm. and the divine and not ourselves with John and with Sally. They can have their lives and do whatever they need to be doing. Mm -hmm. You can still stay in your state of perfect alignment and allow them to have the experiences Mm -hmm. that are best for them. It's up to you whether you give your energy and attention to either one of them or neither of them. And it doesn't make you either good or bad. You are just you. I love that. That is, yeah, it's so groundbreaking when you have that, um, not a sort of an intellectual theoretical understanding, but as as a fully embodied insight when you realize that you are absolutely indeed are the controller of your experience of your of yourself in the world yes and i am one who used to be very guilty of that if john was having a bad day i was having a bad day yep if sally was having a good day i could have a good day so to take back your autonomy to take back your alignment is so freeing you can still acknowledge sally's having a bad day and share love with her from a distance because energy is energy and you don't need to be up close and personal. You can still share your love with her. And uh, the way they taught me to do this is to just imagine, and I do everything from the energetic heart center, which is our divine connection point, but just imagine that you are in that space. And for me, it is a, I create a circle of white light. It's a very sacred space. So I love the, the energy that I can create and hold there. But I just imagine that I'm in this sacred space and I call myself into this space and then I knit blankets. They are blankets of pink and gold energy. And when the blanket is knit, I can put it around Sally. I can put it around John. I can put it around George. I can share it with anyone or anything that I choose to, and they can choose to receive it or not. I have asked my blankets to travel on, if they're rejected, to travel on to someone who would like them. And often I will place the blanket at least three times because if somebody's very angry, they may shrug it off Mm. or Mm. throw it off and then you know, maybe by the third time they'll accept it. But it's just a way that we can be lovingly engaged without being intimately attached to the person. Yeah. yeah. And so it's a wonderful energy preserver. <laughs> you don't have to go in I all shielded up. Oh, Sally's in a bad mood. Let me, you know, like yeah. put on a 16 yeah. layers of clothing to be around her. Oh, you know yeah. what? Let your energy do the work for you. Yeah, I love that. I love that definitely because it's so amazing how we we do um, even with you know with our thinking suit up and put the the armor on to go into battle into battle with yes. other people's with other people's um, 
emotional state, mental state, uh, and believing that we have to solve it. And I think that's also a big problem. Oh, and then, and then yes. if we think we have to solve it, then we get really anxious ourselves because we can't. And that you so brilliantly brought up a perfect point. We mm. must always ask, do you want me to help Sally? God, do you want me to help Sally? Now, if Sally is spraying toxicity at everyone that comes near her, she probably is not open to help. And no. the most loving thing for you and for her would to be let her process that before anyone approaches her. Let her feel the consequence of this so that she may be open to help. And it might not happen overnight. Sally may be in this trajectory for years before mm. she is willing to admit that she is ready to receive help. So yes, get in the habit of asking, get into this center place. God, am I supposed to help Sally? Remember the divine are only unconditional love and acceptance. So, and they trade in the currency of love, joy, and peace. If it feels like your stomach has deserted you, that yeah. is not the divine giving you the go-ahead. If you are flooded with a feeling of warmth and love and acceptance, then yes, that's a better indicator that you are to go forward. But even if you go forward and then it feels like something is holding you back, I would take a minute to really evaluate, really spend time in the heart center with the divine to determine whether this is the path for you or if this is your ego trying to give you a little boost and say, go for it, go ahead, you can rescue her and come out filled with bullet holes. No, thank you. I've been there yeah. and done that. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And and we make the mistake, I think, uh, it, often from a, a, a place of good intentions and, and maybe a oh, misunderstanding yes. <laughs> of uh, what compassion looks like by either putting up with uh, problematic behaviour or going in and thinking that you need to uh, do something you know, actually, you know, to stop it in some way, which, as you said, may, may not be the right thing for you at that point in time. Oh, I, I'm just really curious uh, because we're, we're mentioning divine and, and I know that uh, in introducing you, an angel heart healer uh, and that you're uh, clear audience. Can you expand on that a bit more? And when did you realize that and how did you realize it? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, when we bring in these gifts, they come with us from birth and there is no one that is unable to communicate with the divine. Mm -hmm. Everyone mm -hmm. has a way. It can be hearing, it can be seeing, it can be feeling. It, so there is some way that they are communicating with us. And it's really just a matter of isolating it and then building on that skill. It's never a, I never had any divine interaction until boom, someday, one time I woke up. No, it's just you unpacking this ability that you've brought with you. Because truly the divine are 
the ultimate in fairness. I mean, there is nothing about them that is putting you in a position where you can be overwhelmed, defeated, or destroyed. They have given you everything you could possibly need before you get here. So that means that if I chose to come with no arms, it wasn't the divine punishing me because I was mm -hmm. bad and used my arms badly in another life. Mm -hmm. It is mm -hmm. me choosing the adventure of no arms because I believe that's going to give me the greatest growth. Mm -hmm. But it also means that I will come with whatever I need in order to compensate for those arms so that I will have the opportunity to make this journey completely expansive. So we've all come with a way to speak to the divine. We just forget or don't make take advantage of it because society really isn't sharing that aspect with us and we don't want to be weird. But I remember all my life having these long conversations mm -hmm. and thinking I'm just weird and never really understanding that this was communication. It wasn't really uncovered until I was in my 20s and started exploring the whole metaphysical realm. At that point, it was called parapsychology. And we had um, Linda Goodman's Sun Signs and Yuri Geller was Bending Spoons. And I just wanted to do that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't wasn't looking for a divine connection. I was looking to just experience more. And so I just threw myself into all of this and the weirder, the better, because I wanted to go as far away from the norm as possible. And yet what that did was set me up to fail in a way because uh, college, I didn't acknowledge it high, through high school uh, where I could sort of isolate in my home yeah, that was really fun. I could be as weird as I wanted to. College, I wanted to fit in. So I put that aside again. Grad school, well, I met some people that were in this fringe psychology kind of thing. And whoa, I could be weird again. So I joined this group, this sort of meditation group. And we did these uh, healing experiments and all this stuff. And people were sleeping under pyramids. But again, it was so outside the norm that I had to reject it because after I finished my grad school, I said, well, you know, now I got to go get a real job and become a normal person. So again, through all of that connection back into the far recesses of my being and went about destroying my life in every way I possibly could until it was so unmanageable that I opened the door again, not knowingly, just out of pain. Oh, help me, you know, finally help me. And that was, ah, uh, opened the door again and started getting information. Clairaudient means I can hear them. So started receiving information. Now, of course, my ego was 
so dominant at that time that when they gave me this life-changing information for students that I was teaching, I immediately assumed that I was just a great teacher. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, that's a great idea. Oh my gosh. But then when... But then, then when it absolutely changed their lives, I was like, wow, that's really amazing. (laughs) I knew by that point, I was like, okay, this is so far beyond me, but I I still could not understand what was happening. I had never, because I had never allowed them to be part of my everyday practical life, they were off in the corner of weird and mm. fun mm. and paranormal. They were not in the category of assistance for my everyday life. So mm. when they transformed these children's lives, I was completely unprepared. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. But then again, I still didn't apply it to my life, but I applied it to these children so they could get this transformational experience. And then I went on another 10 year, uh, throw my life into the dumpster journey until again, I had to come back. But this time I was willing to come back and apply it to me. So it was so interesting to watch first they could come I could hear them again because someone else that I cared deeply about was in trouble then I had to shut it all off again because I didn't believe that they could be practical or they could help and and now I had my own children and I had to make life work for them without any help because if I got help I wasn't good enough so all help got shut off until I just got to the point where I couldn't do it anymore. And then I opened and I allowed, and I don't, Mm -hmm. I I just think I was so battered by that point that I had no more resistance. And so that's when I began allowing and in the allowing the transformation began happening. And then it's just now I can't imagine my life without angelic guidance and divine wisdom. It it would be unlivable. Yeah. Yeah. And I am talking about minute by minute idiot things that I am doing that I'm saying, oh, I need help. Uh, You know, (laughs) and I'll give you an example of how, how hands on. Okay, so... I have a neighbor who has a dog who is older now, but has always been badly behaved, not is poorly trained. And Mm. he said to me, you know, you work from home. Would you mind watching my dog during the day? Like, oh my God, just what I want. Like, okay. (laughs) Somehow I say, okay, six years later, I've still got (laughs) this, still got this dog. And, uh, a cat has adopted me. So now I have to accommodate both of them. Well, I'm trying to train the dog, but because he goes home every day to craziness, anything I'm doing is not going well. Mm -hmm. And I don't have a lot of time to put into this dog's 
training. So there are many days when I'm not consistent. So we have this dog who has the bad habit of, instead of saying, I want to go out, if you don't get to him in time, he goes to the bathroom in the bathroom. And I'm like, (laughs) I am not happy. So it was one of these days where everybody needed me desperately. And these are my, uh, was my children. Yeah. Really had very upsetting experiences that they needed me steady, calm on the phone, holding the vibration of it will be okay. And this is how we're going to get you to it. The dog was visiting that day. I did not clue into, oh, it's been too many hours. I'm getting a bathroom pee any minute. <laughs> and so sure enough, pee's in the bathroom. I clean it up, take, get him out. We're still got this ongoing thing that worked out very well, but it was very stressful. But again, not paying attention, not clued into him. Second P, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I cannot fight this any longer. I am, <laughs> we're counting down to his life ending. Five, four, three, oh, what? <laughs> I'm like, ah, I'm so mad. I'm like, angels, what can I do? I've already looked at, um, can I get furniture so that I can, build some kind of thing. You know, I've got these elaborate, crazy (laughs) schemes that I'm coming up with. Meanwhile, I need a solution right now. So I take a minute, take a breath. Okay, angels, I need help. Well, there has been this piece of cardboard sitting in the hall for I don't know how many months. And every time I ask about it, I always get the answer, oh, I'm going to do something with it. I'm like, okay. So it just keeps sitting there. I'm sure it's been forgotten by now, but not by me. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm like, angels, what can I do? So they immediately say, go get that piece of cardboard in the hallway. Like, okay. You notice how it's bent? Well, put the bent end under the litter box and the other end that is slightly bent, tuck that under the toilet and now shut the door so that there's no opening, but the cat can still get in and the dog won't be able to get into the place and he'll have to tell you he has to go out. Like, oh, wow. Never would have thought of that. Wouldn't have gotten there in a thousand years because yeah. I'm busy complicating yeah. it. Let me get a, a yeah. uh, table. I can put the litter box on a table and just create yeah. this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I had a million crazy, complicated solutions. Yeah. And here is this piece of. It's not ugly. Uh, it's not beautiful. It's ugly. A piece yeah. of cardboard that has restored my sanity. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for you know, our listeners, can I just uh, <laughs> ask you for our listeners so that they get a sense of the difference between, well, the difference between having that insight and the, and the, and, and, and the thinking, how, yes. how, how does it differ for you? For you? First of all, but, energetic messages are calm, loving kind, peaceful. They just, oh, they feel like a hug. My ego's messages are frantic, scurried, scattered, 
uh, create a lot of resistance or urgency where there may not be where it may not be necessary, and they're usually complicated. So when yeah. you get that feeling of oh I can just relax or oh that's a good idea, that is you getting input from the divine. When you get the complicated crazy, maybe I need to build a, a new house just for the litter box. That is, the, that is the ego attaching to your frenetic uh, uh, attempt to solve a problem that is making you very uncomfortable. Yeah, The angels don't dwell in the ego. They don't pay attention to your frenetic ability. They see mm. the big picture and the solution. So they cut through all of that and they just give you a simple solution. You can always improve on the solution if it is just going to get you through that moment or you want something more attractive, mm. but it will get the job done. And then you can go back to them and say, okay, what's our long-term solution if you don't like yeah. a piece of cardboard in your bathroom? I yeah. kind of decided... Yeah. I don't care. It's really not mm. that big a deal. Now that I've stopped the the thing that was aggravating me, but, I'm yeah. kind of okay yeah. with this. Because when yeah. the dog goes home, it's easy to take that out of the way. Yeah. And he's not here all the time. He's only here when his owner is at work. And so why am I going to make a huge financial investment to solve this problem when it's already solved? Yeah, I love that. And, and I love that yes you've you've in your indication that it's it's still it, it it reveals itself to you as 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 that kind of little that's a, yeah that good idea it's still coming from within you i guess what yes, i'm trying to point out yes, those it is. people who yes. might think it's i don't know some voice from on high coming out at you or something no it is it's, your it's, voice it's you it is and it does it doesn't sound any different from you. Yeah. Now, because of all of the years that I've been doing this, I can channel different energies and I know who I am talking to and uh get a completely different energy stream from that mm -hmm. energy. But don't go there. Don't overcomplicate. Okay. Just yeah. know that when they are communicating to you. It is an inside job. Now, they can use external influences to help you. If you're not getting the message, they'll send you feathers. They'll send you time on the clock. They'll send you uh, YouTube videos are a really huge way they communicate. They'll send you uh, music on the radio, bulletin board. Um, billboards and license plates. They can manipulate the outside to help you, but the message is always coming from within. And it's much better to cultivate the inner message than constantly to be on the lookout outside of you. Because this, you, you transport with you everywhere and you're in constant communication with it. On the outside, you can miss it. However, there are days when the inside is just too turbulent and you can't get that message. And then you can say to them, 
well, I know you sent the message. And that's the first thing to remember is every prayer is heard and every prayer is answered. So there will never come a time when answers are being withheld. There will only become a time when you cannot hear or understand the message. So you must approach them. Thank you for sending it. Or I know that you sent the message. I just can't hear it. And yeah. I've had those days too. And I'll yeah. give you an example of one of those days because it, it shows you the lengths they will go to to help you get to the place that you desire to be. So I try not to spend a great deal of time uh, in the news for what mm. in any shape or form because it can really throw me off. I know bad things are happening in the world. I'm perfectly aware of yeah. that. And I am I spend great amounts of time covering the world in pink and gold gold blankets of light mm -hmm. and raising the vibration of everyone. But if I were to concentrate on these individual incidents, it would quickly overwhelm me. But there was a time, and I think it was one of the school shootings, where I just got overwhelmed. For whatever reason, I got a hold of it and I couldn't get let go. And the pain and the sadness and the hurt that those families were feeling just wiped me off the planet. And so I was spending a lot of time in meditation, knowing what I needed to do in order to get back, but just really struggling. And then I they they gave me the idea, you need to go for a walk. You need to move your physical body. It was like the only thing that was getting through was go for a walk. Now, I love walking because I love to smell the flowers and they'll often send me hummingbirds and they send beautiful bird song and it, it, there's so much greenery around and it just really refills me. So I'm out walking, but for this particular time, it was like wearing cement shoes through the ocean. I was struggling to move. I was so bound by this negativity. And I remember exactly where I was, not very far into my walk, and I just broke down and said, I need help, Mother God. I know you're there, but I can't feel you. I can't hear you. I need help. Help me get beyond this. And I was crying. It was intense. And so I was about half a block from turning a corner. I turned the corner and this meant that I was going to start going up a hill. And I remember just saying to myself, I am opening my heart to receive. Even though I am in this place of darkness, I am opening my heart to receive. And as I walked up the hill, the weather up until this point was gray and miserable, just like me. It was a perfect reflection of my insides. No birds were singing. I couldn't smell one flower. It was just dismal. And as I walk up the hill, and I take that breath, the clouds part, 
there is a ray of sunshine that comes directly onto where I am standing and the birds burst into song. Mm -hmm. And boy, if I wasn't crying before then, I just sobbed with gratitude for helping me elevate my vibration. Yeah. When I, by myself, had put myself into the gutter, they allowed me, gave me so much support that I was able to get back into that high resonance and feel them again. And I must have cried for the rest of the walk out of gratitude, just sobbed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for not keeping me in that place. Thank you for loving me enough to answer my prayer. Thank you for not letting go of me, even though I was trying to let go of you. So there is never a time when they will let go of you, but there is always a time when you must open your heart to them. If you, with your free will, choose to block their guidance, their assistance, their messaging to you, they will not run you over. You must mm. agree, you must open, you must allow. Give permission for them to walk with you, to be mm. a part of your life. Because free will says, you can say no, and they will honor that. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And, and I mean, the uh, is, is it as simple as just simply asking? And saying yes let's do that right now yeah and let's just close our eyes and the reason that i ask you to close your eyes is because the world is so noisy and so busy and it can distract you so this just realigns you so let's just close your eyes and take a deep cleansing and healing breath and as you do place your attention on the energetic heart center which is located right in the middle of your chest and often I will put one hand and then the other hand cross them just mm -hmm. right there. So it reminds me that I am safe and loved in this space. And now let's give ourselves permission. I'm going to say it once and then I'll have you repeat it. I give myself permission to receive guidance from the divine. So now let's repeat that. I give myself, give myself permission, permission to receive, receive guidance, guidance from, from the divine. The divine. Yes. Now just take a breath. Oh, feel mm. how that feels. Mm. You just said yes to divine love. Yes to divine support. Yes to divine guidance. You just honored yourself. Breathe mm. that in. Yes. And when you're ready, open your eyes and celebrate. This is a huge gift that you've just given yourself. You have yes. said, hey, ego, move over. Mm -hmm. I am going to align with this connection that has always been there and I'm going to allow it to expand 
and I'm going to get good, loving guidance instead of your crazy mental terror. Yes, your terrified instructions that insist that everything has to be done now and done Mm -hmm. kooky. And it's all on you to think your way out of the... Yes, I mean, you know, I had to learn how to be a master builder in order to hide the litter box in in a piece of furniture. (laughs) I mean, you know what? I'll just go with the cardboard. Thank you very much. Thank you Um, very much. Oh, wow. Well, look, thank you so much. This has just been energetically just uh, very uplifting and uh, it's a hopeful message, really it is, uh, to know that even yes. even when things are going crappy because they will out in the world kind of thing, that we don't have to get caught up in in it all in, in and uh, fall into it, you know, and, and that... Uh, well, yeah, yes, it's... the situation that was happening is my daughter's cat, who is really just a baby, he's only, I think, two now, got a, what is common, and I didn't realize it was common in male mm. kidneys, had a blockage. And Ooh. if they could not relieve him, would have to be operated on and could die. So oh. it was quite a frenetic moment. And so it required that I give her all of my attention and my support and my, you're okay, breathe your way through this. We've got him covered, wrapped him in healing light so that she could get through that time. So it doesn't mean that you don't face challenges. It just means you don't lose your mind during the challenge. She got to the vet. She got the, uh, made the right choice kept him there overnight for extra care and because of that averted the need for the operation if she had been frantic and running around and what should i do he may have been gotten even worse and then not been able to recover from Mm -hmm. that with the medication and had to have a very expensive operation so not only do they keep us calm they help our pocketbook. They're not about yeah. spending money when it's not necessary. <laughs> they are all yeah. about doing the most practical thing with the least amount of steps. They're yeah. all about efficiency and ease, but it's yeah. always going to get you the greatest result. Whereas the ego loves to overcomplicate, overspend, yeah. over uh calculate what's necessary and leave you just spinning in a frenzy of motion yeah so true so true thank you so much today for just taking us through this how can our listeners be in contact with you Oh, please. I'm giving away a new ebook. All you have to do is go to my website and put in your email address and then confirm that you want to be on that email uh, list and you'll get that downloaded automatically. My website is mmhearthealer.com and it will give you access to YouTube videos, which are more just more of this, more of practical application of, of spirituality. Uh, it also gives you access to my blog. And of course, you'll get that weekly inspiration. 
and just be supported by the divine community. I think my Facebook group link is on there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. There are so yeah. many ways yeah. in which the yeah. angels want to communicate with you and in uh, ways in which you can just be part of this community and be supported. It's about support. So there's lots that's free. There is a way to join our community and get tools and techniques. And if you want to go even deeper, then there is a way to receive counseling. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you, listeners, for I hope you also follow along and do this wonderful heart-centering call to our divine guidance and go into the rest of your day floating on air the way I feel right now. Thank you. Thank you so much, Marcia, for, for, for being with us today. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Take care. Peace and light to you all. Goodbye. <laughs>